Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher, addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship. I'm happy that you're here today. I'm thankful for this podcast episode today. Before we begin, I'm going to share another quick word. Um, This is a really cool episode for me, a really cool testimony for me, because I'm a missionary here in Brazil, like I've talked about many times. And I'm really excited because here in a few weeks, I'm getting married. And here in about seven days, my family is coming to Brazil from the United States to meet me and to go to the wedding. And it's really incredible to me because this verse in Jeremiah, it says, God told me, don't say I am only a youth. I'll tell you where to go and you'll go there. I'll tell you what to say and you'll say it. Don't be afraid of a soul. I'll be right there looking after you, declares God. And we believe in ascending God. I like to say that, and I've said that a few times on the podcast, that we believe in a God who sends people out. And I'm one of those people who have been sent out by God because I said yes. And he's willing to use anyone. He wants to use us all. He uses the common man. And time over time, I I just can't believe what God has done, what God has prepared for me, where he has taken me. And this is something in my life, a testimony in my life, where God said, Dallas, go. And I went to Asia, and I was in Thailand and Cambodia for three months doing missions there. And then I wanted to continue to go, and God sent me to Brazil. And I've been here for the last seven months, almost eight months now. And over the last year, since January, I've only seen my family for three weeks since last January but God sent me out. And I know that it's difficult. And if God was sending you out today, telling you to go, would you be able to do it? Would you be able to drop everything? Luckily, I was in a a situation, a place where it was easier for me to leave the United States, the comfort of the States and go out to another country and to serve God. But in other situations, it's more difficult and there's more things on the line, more sacrifices to make. And one of those sacrifices is family. Really, it's one of those sacrifices is missing your family, not seeing your family, not talking to your family as much. And God sent me out. He sent me. And over the last year, since January 2019, I've seen my family for a total of three weeks. And I grew up with my family, you know, other people have not seen their family a lot too, but it's just been very distant from my family and missing my little sisters grow up. I have a small, two little sisters, one that's nine and one that's 11 now. And so missing them grow up is really difficult. My sister got married. I wasn't allowed to go to the marriage because I was in the mission field. My grandma died, wasn't allowed to go to the funeral, you know, so family is, is a sacrifice when you do the missions that God has called us to, the tasks that God has called us to. A really cool testimony about this is, like I said, I'm getting married, and my family is coming here. And so God said, Dallas, go. You'll go where I tell you to go. You'll say what I tell you to say. Do not be afraid. And one of those things that I had to put on the line was my family. God, but I'm going to miss my family. God, I'm going to sacrifice this time away. And he says, don't worry, son. Don't worry. I have a plan. 
When I moved here to Brazil, I had no idea I would get married here in Brazil. I had no idea my family would come to Brazil to visit me. Never imagined. But God is good. God has a plan for our life. And so I came here. I'm continuing to do missions. And instead of me having to go back to the United States, spend a lot of money that I don't have to visit my family, God's bringing them here. God is bringing my family to Brazil to meet me in my mission field. It's incredible. God is good. God has a plan. And he wants me to stay here and continue to do missions. He wants me to stay here and continue to do missions. And so I just wanted to share that cool testimony with you today is that God is faithful. God has a higher plan in a higher way than our ways and our plans. And so thank you guys so much. And now we're going to get into our podcast with John. You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. When you know how to attract the right prospects, connect with those prospects to become great clients, create your world-class program, and serve your clients at that scale, you will have all the tools necessary to rapidly grow your coaching business to be the coaching business you dream of and deserve. All our material are designed to help you with those four elements using cutting-edge strategies, tools, and scientifically backed heart-driven approach to reach success and significance. Here at Success and Significance Coach, we work hard so you don't have to. Contact us at juancarlos.live. Gift. Growing intentional families together believes adoption influences a family throughout their lives. They change the cultural myth which asserts adoption is a happily ever after event which permanently and painlessly solves the problems for children, adoptive parents, and birth parents. At GIFT, they view adoption through Christ's perspective. Contact them at giftfamilyservices.com. Hey John, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for asking. If you just want to open up the podcast with your, your Christian testimony, we'd like to open up about five to ten minutes of your story, a little bit about you. Tell us about yourself. Okay. So in terms of being a Christian, actually, I was born and raised a Christian to you know, an Italian family in New York. You know, as a young adult, young kid, you know, never really, uh, I mean, I understood you know, the implications of being a Christian, you know, versus other religions, understood my religion, um, but was never really a devout uh, Catholic or Christian, you know, at that point in time, uh, you know, all the way through, you know, high school, elementary school, you know, practiced my religion, but wasn't really um, embedded in everything I, you know, you do at that age. Um, not until the, I met my wife, who is uh, a very devout uh, Irish Catholic, did I really start to understand, you know, what it meant, you know, to be, you know, devoted to Christ, to be a Christian, you know, to live a, a, a Christian life. You know, and when we met, uh, it was one of those things where it's, you know, love at first sight. I mean, we were married within six months, you know, and we decided early on that, you know, we would just let God guide us wherever we went. So we never put... Uh, any kind of uh, a limit on, you know, how many kids we would have, um, you know, what we would what we would do other than, you know, just be, you know, live a Christian life in terms of, you know, having empathy towards others, sympathy towards others, and then, you know, just enjoying the journey as we go along. Because in the end, you know, it's, it's the ever after that we're all, you know, really working towards. And, you know, how do you, how do you get there and then be, 
you know, get to the gates of, you know, heaven and be allowed in. So, you know, living a, a Christian life that would allow you to do that. The thing is, too, uh, what we didn't realize, you know, that was when we were young and we're just going to, you know, let God show us the way. There were, you know, extreme challenges, you know, with eight kids, you know, some of them having medical issues, mental issues. Um, you know, there are, I have 13 grandchildren now, uh, two more on the way. Um, you know, and there were, again, you know, with them, physical ailments in terms of, you know, heart operations, just, just numerous challenges. And so um, what ultimately happened was, you know, these challenges that face you, you know, for instance, raising a family of eight kids, you know, some with medical issues, it becomes very expensive. Okay, medical treatments, uh, just feeding and clothing them. Um, I mean, I always had good jobs, but we always, we never had extra. And sometimes, you know, you got into situations where it would just be overburdening. Um, and so those situations, you know, I think God puts you in those situations to really, um, you know, push you to understand what it is, you know, why we're here for this journey and how to, you know, to deal with those types of things. So, you know, you, you know, in those instances, especially when you're younger, you start to doubt your religion. But, you know, in the end, you just keep praying and keep looking, you know, for, you know, God's love and it takes you through it. It always takes you through it. And so then you start to learn that he is, he is there to help you. And when you really, really need it, he steps in and, and helps you through those difficult times. Intervenes you know, you in just there, learn yeah. that over, You just learn that over time. You know, my wife and I always wanted for me to have my own business. Um, but because we had such a large family, I never had you know, the wherewithal to, you know, just quit corporate America and, you know, and start a business with, you know, not having, you know, everything is based on what you, what you, you know, you sow what you reap um, and you need the financial, you know, capital to start a business. And, you know, there's, there's these difficult periods where there may not be any income. Um, and so uh, when I became, when I hit 60, you know, a company I was with got down, you know, went into bankruptcy, so I lost my job, and um, I couldn't find, uh, nobody else wanted to, nobody wanted to hire older people. So uh, we figured, well, this is, there's a reason why we're here, there's a reason why I can't find a, uh, a job, and uh, we went back to the, our vision of always wanting to start our own business where, you know, I had flexibility and control, uh, and so I started uh, an insurance agency. And, you know, it's been difficult, but, you know, after this initial two or three years, things are starting to, you know, to turn around. We're starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel. So again, you know, you know, God puts us through this difficult time only to bring us out on the other side in a much more, a much better situation, a much more, you know, closer to him with a lot of positivity and hope for the future. That's great. And how old were you when you got married? Uh, oh, I was 24 and my wife was 21. Very young. Yeah. And how old were you when you had your first child? Uh, I was uh, 24 within a year. Yeah. That's awesome. And now, like you said, you have eight children now and one of them has some yes. difficulties there. What was it like raising a child with those difficulties with the other eight children? There's a couple of things. One, my oldest son you know, has physical and mental challenges. Um, and, 
to to all of us. I mean, he was the cutest kid, and you know, and somehow I, I just you know, God, funny in the way he works. You know, uh, my uh, of my eight children, six of them are women, so they're a female, so they're very maternalistic. You know, and when he was born, he was the fifth child, so there's four girls before him. Um, and so there was all these basically assistant moms to help, you know. So though it was very, you know, I had to work extensively to support the family. My wife was staying at home um, and, you know, she had to t take care of all the five kids. But then, you know, with my son, there was physical therapy, you know, all these different types of therapies. And the girls, you know, having a large family were there to help. And so they they were very significant in, you know, helping helping us raise him um, and, you know, making him as best as he is today. Um, so having a large family has its has its difficulties, but it has its positives. All of, all of my kids, uh, they're not selfish. You know, they've always had um, siblings to, to work with and deal with. And, you know, so they, they themselves, you know, were very mature at young ages only because of the situation they were in. And it was never, you know, for them having families now, is an easy transition. <laughs> so, you know, raising a family with individuals with challenges. So there was that son, had another son who has was born has hypertension from, you know, nine years old. We don't know nobody knows why. I have uh, children with psychological, you know, uh, issues as well. But they all work together to to support one another and um, you know, help us help them. So it works out very nicely actually. That's great. And you, you are called the health insurance dad, right? The health insurance dad. Yeah. Okay. On your Facebook here, it's the health insurance dad. And I was like, wow, I've, that's really unique because I couldn't find your name. And I was like, the health insurance dad, like, that's what this guy's name is. It's great. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you go through life, you, you, you come to find out who you are, right? Um, I mean, when I was younger, I never envisioned having eight kids, but you know, when you have eight kids and 13 grandchildren and two more on the way, you, you know, I have become what I am and because of my family. So everything, you know, everything you do becomes family oriented. Every decision you make is based on there's God, there's my wife, there's my kids, and then there's me. So everything is based on those, those levels. Uh, and so if I was going to start a business, why would I not, you know, have it based on what I've known and what I've done, which is my family. So I'm the health insurance dad. And actually from a, it's, it's interesting from a corporate standpoint, you know, you have to set up these business structures and stuff like that. The name of the company is, I call it CB Associates, uh, which is, uh, my wife's name is Claire. So it's Claire Bear Associates is what the name of the company literally is because she is the other significant person in my life who, you know, has helped me get to where I am and, and, you know, has always been my rock through the most difficult times. And I think that yeah, definitely so those, those... sets you apart from other insurance companies and other businesses out there too, is it starts with the family, you know, it starts with God, like you said, and then your family right. and then your children and then you or your wife and then your children right. and then you, I think that's a huge stamp. Like that's huge. And, and what the other interesting perspective that I have is, I mean, we're, my children are grown now. My youngest is 15. My, my oldest, I'm 16. My oldest is 33, 34. I don't know. I lose track sometimes. But, you know, I have, you know, raised this family through all the, the maturation cycles and, uh, you know, growth cycles. And so I have a unique 
perspective that when I talk to people, you know, if they're just starting out or if they have a few kids or their kids are older, or, you know, I know what they're going to be facing in terms of health issues and, you know, accidents and, and things like that. And what, you know, so I can really help them pick something that is going to fit that specific part of their, you know, their life. I think you're exactly right. If I was going to hire an agent, I want someone with experience. I want someone who knows the field, you know, and it sounds like you have both the experience in the business and the experience with the family. And yeah, that's, that's huge. Right. And I was just going to say, and the, the, you know, the kind of motto that I use every day is um, hope, you know, which means helping other people every day. I mean, so to me, that's what I'm doing is, um, you know, because I, I come across people that, you know, they're paying thousands of dollars for insurance, so they don't know what kind of insurance to get, and they're totally confused, and it's just a nightmare. So, hope, you know, I try to give them hope that I can resolve their issues and, you know, give them something that's affordable for their family and protect their families, and, you know, that's kind of how I view the whole thing. Hmm. Wow. And when was the first time that you got a job in the field of insurance? Um, first time was three years ago. And what kind of brought you brought you toward that? Other than your family aspect, what was the other things that led you towards insurance? It, it was, I mean, at the time I was looking for, you know, something to do where I could run my own business to, uh, and help other people. Um, and then I came across, you know, and having always been involved in healthcare from the the user's standpoint, because of, you know, the family uh, concerns and things like that, I, it just seemed like a natural fit for me. So I went to a meeting one day uh, out of the blue to, to see what this health insurance thing was. Um, and I never looked back. <laughs> it just, you know, out of the blue, um, this thing, I, I found it in the, in the newspaper or online. Uh, and I went and talked to them. And it was kind of odd because I never had a job before that was, you know, totally commission oriented or based on what you sell and based solely on what you do. I always had corporate jobs. So this was totally, totally out of norm for me. And I just, for some reason, you know, must've been God's hand God directed me there. And uh, I got there and said, I'm going to do this. It just, it just seemed to fit. It just seemed to fit right. And what types of insurance do you cover? What type of coverage do you offer? Um, there's health insurance. There's, uh, I have dental insurance, vision, life insurance, you know, basically anything relative to your, your health care okay. is what, I, what we have. Good. That's for our listeners there. And you're located in Arizona, is that correct? Yes, I am. And okay. I'm licensed to, like all across the country. There's a few states I'm not in, but for the most part, uh, we can provide plans to people in uh, almost any state. I um, apply for licenses in all the states. Okay. So all of our listeners, we have a wide range of listeners in the United States and also other countries as well. So I think it's good oh. to be on the podcast today. So it's great. Oh, that'd be great. How does your business reflect your spiritual life? Um, I think what it has to, how they kind of coincide, it's, it's that empathy and, and, and sympathy. I think um, my business reflects that, um, like I said before, there's, there's my this God, my family, you know, my wife and then me, that from a work perspective, it is my clients and their needs. So I will always put them first. Now, I know there's a lot of agents out there that will just sell something, you know, to make a sale. Um, I will tell you that uh, probably a third of the people I talk to, maybe even more, um, I will not sell them something uh, because 
you know, their situations or what they have, <clears throat> there are better alternatives out there than what I can give them. Um, so to me, I could never do anything that would not put that person in the best situation they possibly could be in. And I think just that whole Christian perspective of, you know, doing right by everybody and, you know, because like I said, this is a journey. And when if we get to the end, you know, eternity is going to be based on how I treated all those people. Uh, and mm-hmm. so I just want to make sure that, you know, they are treated uh, professionally and, you know, um, given the best that they possibly can get. Yeah. And how old are you today, John? 61. 61. Soon, soon to be 62 in April. Okay. Happy birthday in April. <laughs> Thank you. What is the biggest life lesson that you've learned so far? Uh, the biggest life lesson is never to give up. Um, you, know, you know, like I said, I'm 61. There's a, there's a lot of times, you know, as we spoke, there are challenges when you have a large family. There are, there's going to be financially you know, complicated and difficult times. You'll, you'll get through those. Um, you know, I've lost jobs several times because of companies folding and been out of work. Um, the thing is never give up your hope, never give up your dreams, and just realize that um, God's right there behind you, beside you, all around you. And, you know, there is a plan, and he will get you to that next step. Just, you know, just keep going um, and don't give up. I like what you said earlier. You said that God gave you a—you had a desire in your heart to do your own business, to start your own business. Yeah, always, always did this. And I think that was yeah, a desire always, put in your heart by God, you know, and it just took a while for God's timing for it to happen. Would you agree? That's right. That's right. I, I would agree because he, I mean, when he thinks it's the right time, he puts you in the position to do it, even though it may, even though that time may not coincide with what you think it should be. <laughs> exactly. Like, isn't it, isn't it about time for that to happen now? I think it's unique because God gives us a promise, gives us a desire of our heart that matches up with his will for our life, right? And sometimes yeah. it takes a while, but we learn a lot through the process, you know? Would you agree that you know things now, starting it now, than you did back then? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Because I think if I would have done it earlier, it would have been more just about the bottom line and, and the profit and what I could, um, you know, what I could do for myself versus now... It's kind of the more the more I do for everybody else, then whatever comes to me will just come. You, you know, so it's kind of it's kind of reversed. I think we can all relate to that. That you know, we all have something in our heart, some dreams, things that we want to do that have been put in our heart because of God. God put it in our hearts, but sometimes it takes many years. Sometimes it takes ten years, fifteen years, and then we see it come to pass, and we're prepared more than we were when we were given the vision. You know, right. That's, right. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean he he knows when to, he knows what's best. That I mean that's that's the plain and simple of it. And you have to believe that. Mhm. And you have to believe it exactly. It's the faith factor in it as well. Yeah, I believe that even though I don't see it today, I believe there's still purpose. I believe I'm still called to do something, you know, do this. That's right. And you're there today because you still believed in that. Is there an overall message that you would like the listeners to take from this podcast today? Um yeah, I guess the overall message would be that, um, you know, no matter what, what happens and no matter, you know, how difficult you think things are or are going to be, um, that if you, you know, if you do pray and you do believe in yourself, um, that, 
you will achieve your dreams and not to ever give them up. Um, and that there are people, uh, many of us out there, that are, are here to help um, and just realize that there are people out there to help and ask people for help um, because they will help. And they're just an extent, you know, some of them, I believe some of them are angels. So, you know, as you come across people, help them, you will get help. Um, and in the long run, you know, everything will work out for you. Don't lose faith. And like you said, it's we need an agent in our lives, someone that we can trust, someone that we can work with, that we can believe in, that's not going to take advantage of us, you know, that's not just trying to reach the bottom line, someone who's really looking out for the safety and the protection of our family. And right. it shouldn't have to be complicated. It shouldn't have to be expensive. So I think what you're offering here, John, is, is really important. Yes, that was, I mean, that's a good point from, from the insurance standpoint. Yeah, I mean, there are so many options, so many different things out there. It's confusing and people take advantage of people. So if you want, if you need somebody to explain it to you, um, and then if that ultimately leads to, you know, purchasing something or, or not, that's fine. But at least you get a straight answer. You're getting an honest answer. And then you can make whatever decision you feel like. Uh, is best for you. That's how I operate. Yep. Well, thanks again for being on the podcast today. I'm going to put your phone number here in the podcast. I'm going to put your Facebook link in there as well. Is there anything else you would like to speak to the listeners today? No, I just, you know, if again, if, if anybody de- does need help, and when I say help, I'm not talking about just insurance. Uh, I mean, if people, um, I know raising a family uh, a large family is difficult. So if, if people even have questions on what do you do with a large family or how do you deal with a large family or, you know, you're, you're going insane from a large family, you, you know, you could reach out to me for that too because uh, my wife and I, you know, try to help as many, you know, parents as possible with large families because it is a difficult road. And we didn't, back when we were raising our family, didn't really know a lot of options to get a hold of people you know, that have had these experiences that could help us. So, you know, we do provide to, uh, to, you know, make ourselves available to individuals and families. So if you have questions, you can contact me for that as well. Okay, great. John, to end the podcast today, would you be able to pray us out? Yes. Jesus, please, on this day, many people are facing challenges um, and do not know where to go, what to do, and how to deal with those challenges. Please have them come to you for guidance, support, and strength. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.